Welcome to Vita Poetica Journal's podcast. We're an online journal featuring creative work explored through a spiritual lens and a publication of the Vita Poetica Arts and Faith Collective. Today I'd like to introduce visual artist Connor Walden, who has two sculptures featured in our current autumn issue. The sculptures are Yearn and Verbunden 4 plus 6, and they are both from a larger series called Cradles. Be sure to click on the link in our episode notes so that you can see the sculptures on our website. Connor Walden is an artist currently based in Los Angeles, raised with a twin brother in a conservative Christian suburb of Dallas. After spending his formative years as an adult in the liberal secular cities of Austin and Seattle, Connor finds himself in a state of ambivalence. Longing for genuine dialogue, Connor explores the performative and gendered role of individuals and communities in systems of belief through sculpture, performance, video, and installation. He co-founded the Seattle Residency Project and Interloper, the two primary programs of the Milkshake Club, a collaborative duet with Tiffany Danielle Elliott. Here's Connor to share more about his work. Hello, my name is Connor Walden. I'm an artist currently based in Los Angeles, and I work primarily with steel and yarn, which I learned how to work with from my grandfather and grandmother, respectively. I was originally raised in a conservative Christian suburb of Dallas, and then spent my formative years as an adult in liberal secular cities of Austin, Texas, and then Seattle for five years. And now I'm here in LA trying to figure out what to do with all this ambivalence that I feel in my heart. I have a complexity of feelings, ideologies, and communities that I spend a lot of my time in. And this is really a fruitful place where I try to untangle what's going on inside. Um, This is all inspired by Martin Buber's idea of genuine dialogue, which is what I hope for in the diverse communities that I spend my time in that have very different beliefs of what it means to be a human on this planet. Um, I, I hope and long for true dialogue between these different people in, in a time that is so polarized and in a time that it almost feels impossible for that to ever happen. And so my hope for my art is to be able to foster that genuine dialogue with ourselves, with our communities, with other communities, and ultimately with God. My recent body of work investigates the relationship between steel and yarn, which, as I mentioned earlier, I learned to work with from my grandfather and grandmother, respectively. These sculptures, called cradles, are inspired by Calder's mobiles and balance on the wall from a single point, typically a rock climber's handhold. In these works, gravity plays the role of the trickster, being both friend and foe. These sculptures use balance, tension, and composition to embody a multitude of relationships. Intuitively and playfully created, these cradles hold space. In every spiritual tradition I have encountered, they acknowledge the sanctity of silence. Many of them even say silence is where God speaks. One of the radical natures of sculpture is its presence, its stillness, its silence. As we encounter sculpture, we confront not only the sculpture in front of us, but ourselves. 
And when we enter the space captured by sculpture and let the silence wrap around us, we let God speak. And listen, we must. This series of cradles is not trying to say anything. It is trying to be. These cradles want to be seen and felt, to be encountered as a fellow being. It is in this genuine dialogue with art that the Austrian-Israeli philosopher Martin Buber says that art begets speech. My sculptures want to help you find your voice again. The piece Yearn was inspired by a conversation I had with my friend and dancer, artist Lucy Baker, who is currently teaching and is a dancer up in Seattle as well. But we were having a conversation where she had held a uterus in the palm of her hand during a cadaver lab in grad school. And this image just really stuck with me. It was such a striking image. And so as I was playing in the studio and the steel started to turn into a pelvis and this bulb syringe started to take shape of a uterus, I naturally had this image of my friend holding the uterus in her hand uh, come to mind. And so I, I wrote this little text to go along with this piece, and it goes like this. My friend held someone's uterus once. It was dense, red, cold, and fit in the palm of her hand. The density contained the uterus's propensity of strength, power, and vulnerability to expand, build, nourish, feed, hold, stretch, and push out a new life form. When a uterus is warm, dynamic, and alive, one never holds a uterus with one's hand. It requires one's own body to hold it with one's muscles, tissues, and skin. A uterus floats in one's abdomen, yet is grounded through one's feet. Where is one's center of gravity, one's weight, one's meaning? Hidden within, in the deepest recesses of our being, in the potential spaces between matter, this is where God resides, in between. The sculpture Verbunden 4 plus 6 was inspired by my relationship with my girlfriend, which intimate romantic relationships, as many of us know, can be very intense, and we give a lot of time and attention to them. And as I was trying to reflect on our relationship and how we can help one another thrive together and individually, this piece came about. I was trying to think about who she is and let the red steel start to represent her with the red yarn and then the green steel and the green yarn to represent me. And so I wrote this text to go alongside this piece to help explain in a more general sense, not just about my relationship with me and my girlfriend, but for anybody who may identify with these images and moves and postures and gestures that the sculpture is making. So here is the text for Verbunden 4 plus 6. Verbunden is a German word that means tied together. 
Martin Buber uses this word in his book, I and Thou, to mean wrapped with gauze. He discusses how human beings relate to one another in vulnerability, how we come to truly encounter one another, and how we grow together in reciprocity and inclusivity. This sculpture embodies Verbunden, with the white wool yarn wrapping the steel bodies together in a gauzy manner. Vulnerability comes from the root word to wound, conveying the meaning woundable. In a vulnerable act with another person, we share our wounds, which is inherently risky and uncomfortable. And when this wound is received with care and not with a jab, we generously wrap one another in gauze, thus tying us closer together so that healing can lead to bonds of trust. This is how love is made. According to one theory of the Enneagram, a personality typing system, our personalities are created as a defense mechanism to protect our souls. This sculpture shows how the personalities of type 4 and type 6 manifest and how they can healthfully pull the other into the depth of their own soul with courage and play. The type 4 is represented by a deep weight, a soul that can only be reached at the bottom of the ocean of melancholy through which is a petrified forest of soul, kind of like the petrified forest in Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. The type six is represented by a coddling cradle that protects the soul from pain with the comfort of a knitted blanket. When relating to one another in health, the type six creates a safe place for the type four to feel deeply by taking on a little bit of the melancholy, Enough to not sink the type 6, but enough to let the type 4 deep sea dive with courage. The type 6 is playfully liberated by the type 4, who pulls the type 6 out of its comfort zone so that they may know that it's safe to be out in the open and fully experience the world. When tied together, verbunden, the 4 and 6 rejuvenate, liberate, and celebrate one another by bringing each other closer to the soul, which is curious, creative, and life-giving. That was Connor Walden sharing about the sculptures from his series, Cradles, featured in our current autumn issue. And again, I encourage you to click on the link in our episode notes so that you can see the sculptures online. You can learn more about Vita Poetica at the website in our podcast description www.vitapoetica.org where you can find details on how to submit to the journal and other ways to get involved. Thanks for listening and more soon.